0: everyman podcast podcast
1: podcast, podcast.
0: daryl campbell big dog dc what's what
1: up brother J, man happening hey we here baby we woke up this morning
0: you know we did
1: the boats hit the floor so we keep sailing you know how it is
0: another week
1: another week baby
0: Another pod, another Wednesday, which can mean only one thing. It's time for another edition of the Everyman Podcast. I am, of course, Brother Jay with me as always, Daryl Campbell Jr., DC. And look, it's October, October 21st. Oh, yeah, bro. And very significant very significant we're it is the season it is the spooky season spooky season it's the season of spooky it's the season of pumpkins we're oh, yeah. heading we're heading into you know the apex of the year, you know the holiday season mm-hmm. twenty twenty has been a it's been i just did a chef's kiss it has been a, yeah. a phenomenal year for phenomenal. the everyman. And I know what you're thinking. You're thinking like, oh,
2: 2020. 2020." Yeah, uh,
0: we know. COVID. Yeah, we get it. Uncircumcised circumstances. We know. Trust us. But, you know, we like to look at the positive things. The positive end of, uh, you know, positive end of the spear. So, you know, speaking of positive, I just want to throw one thing out there right off the bat. The tip of my bat here. Of it. Pittsburgh Steelers 5 and 0. Big big time. Big 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 time. Big time. Big time. That's right. They're looking good. And uh super stoked about that big game coming up this week uh Titans mm-hmm. Steelers. And it reminds me of the good old days of the AFC Central with uh Steve McNair. Steve McNair. What a what a baller he was, huh? Mhm. mm Mhm.
1: Fucking Pittsburgh Steelers look like they got the cheat code, bro. Dude. Like
0: Everybody just coming up. Deb, my man Devin Bush, you know, got injured unfortunately, but um mm-hmm. he's got uh, some sort of significant injury and yeah. uh but his his replacement Spinelli that came in, young stud, mm-hmm. Chase Claypool, mm-hmm. come on, dude. Mm-hmm. They and they like find them, don't they? they find them, they find him. And and just to think like they traded away their first round pick to get Minka Fitzpatrick, who was doing t- not good with the Dolphins, and the Dolphins were using him completely wrong. Oh yeah! And then he came to Pittsburgh and turned that season around last year, and uh, you know was All Pro, and he's a stud. So they, but he's effectively their first round pick.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And then their second round pick this year was Chase Claypool, who's like apparently, I mean, he's a Notre Dame man. So I mean, you gotta you gotta respect that man. I bet.
1: Got to, got to. Got to get some Irishmen up in there, man. The Golden Domers.
0: Well, when they said, you know, he he's from Notre Dame, I was like, oh, I bet you Daryl's got some insight on him. Mm-hmm. You're not. You probably are not surprised.
1: I'm not. Not at all. I mean, like uh, Notre Dame athletes, most Notre Dame athletes are, you know, like the the built for Tough brand. You know what I mean?
0: He's built Canadian Tough, like, too.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Buying that time, and then when you come on, you just, just hit the scene hard. You know what I
0: mean? Yeah, and it's kind of insane that, like, his size and speed, like, he was a second round pick, but what do I know, you know? Um, but yeah, once again, Pittsburgh just pulls another wide receiver out of their endless <laughs> anus of wide receivers. And um, yeah, yeah, so, so yo, Brown, who, what, where? I know. Well, um, you know. I'll tell you what, I'll never doubt them again. Le'Veon, you know, AB. Mm-hmm. I think when Mike Tomlin gives up on you, you're done. I think oh, there's nothing yeah. left for anybody to... That's just my perception. I don't know. What well, do I know?
1: I, th- I think not only that, he always has these, these really unique ways of letting people know what they're gonna get when they're gone, as opposed to... I mean, this does flat out just come out and say, hey man, these guys are you know, bad news bears. No, it's it's. there's some like really unique, you know, clash of words that he uses that he's a poet. You, yeah, they typically kind of like revolve around like military or some shit like that. <laughs> so and, intense. <laughs> and then you're like, oh, OK. And then they get somewhere else in their fucking shit show. And you're like, that's what he was talking about.
0: I'll tell you him and Vince McMahon, they're up there on my list of dudes I'd like to work for.
1: Dude, I just want to
0: like, I want to see how,
1: I wish Vince McMahon was in the NFL, man. Could you imagine? Could you imagine that shit? What if Vince McMahon was the fucking commissioner? That's... Of the NFL? <laughs> <laughs> let's just, let's just. Yeah. What if, what if he was the commissioner of the NFL, bro? Like what that shit would be like? Listen, I've been From to. An entertainment perspective, business.
0: Bro. Like, been, the
1: relationships he would have established in the entertainment community, like, cross-platform? What? It be mean, over. Fucking over.
0: I've been to a year and a half plus playoffs, full playoff run in 2008. You know, S- Super Bowl parades. Uh, I've been, you know, I haven't been to a Super Bowl, okay? But I've been to a lot of NFL games. And I've been to a lot of pro wrestling events on the smallest scale, like in a barbecue restaurant in Dallas, Texas right. um, to, you know, WrestleMania at Dallas Cowboy stadium. Nobody puts on a show quite like Vince McMahon. And when I went into two different football stadiums, cause then we went to WrestleMania in new Orleans mm-hmm. and I'm in the Superdome and I'm looking around at it and I'm like, Holy shit, this, this is normally just a building and they came in here and just with the way their lighting design and their, their, you know, production values and stuff, all their cameras, the, the way they do things. Then you got, you know, the pyro and all that. Oh yeah. Nobody puts on a show like Vince. Like he's the oh, fucking, yeah. he's a genius. And like to see what the NFL could do with his creative insanity and their budget.
2: Woo. Oh,
1: Oh,
0: he would, he would never get along with all the owners though. That'd be the problem. Well,
1: yeah, but you know, well, that's what yeah, the commissioner's
0: but then, but- job is really is to just,
1: Wrangle he up. Make, he'd make them unbelievably rich too.
0: Oh God, yeah. Well, you yeah. know, he's done. I mean, dude, think about it. He took uh, something that was largely carny folk to a publicly traded global, you know, juggernaut that is going to be here forever. Oh. Without question. It's uh he's I'm telling you, he's Without on my question. big board. You, well, someday we're gonna get we're we're gonna dude, we're gonna have a McMahon on this podcast. I tell you that right now.
1: I don't I don't doubt that he's got some petri dish of you think all he's got a climb dude, I I have there's some there's a Vince McMahon brewing somewhere for when he goes on <laughs> dude. <laughs> he's just around. I'm just and, imagining and just, like he's he's like the universal seed of business.
0: You know what I'm saying? I'm just imagining like a room full of like young '90s Vinces in like a oh bro in like a a tube of jelly with like a respirator on, but it's like he's got the hair and his like big broad-shouldered jackets and he's you know all yoked up, just a bunch of those. All like I I could see that
1: they're all like Mystique, like they're just like their skin is like a custom suit and it just kind of can change to whatever. Not quite
0: there yet. <laughs> still I mean? still brewing yeah if anybody's uh they're always like who's going to run the when's vince going to step listen vince is never stepping down okay um yeah, yeah. nor should he and no one can replace him that's why he probably has a clone in place and if anybody yeah, had yeah. the capital to do so it's him bro Pioneer's if he doesn't step, i'd be disappointed you know my favorite this is my last little bit on Vince here today. Yeah. One of my favorite things about him is the fact that he has a T-Rex skull in his oh, office. Yeah. Like a whole fucking fossil. It's you the size me about of a wall. Shit too. And it was always rumored, like it was like a joke. People thought it was fake, like it was a rumor. And then a couple like maybe two years ago they did a, did a documentary and they actually let let it finally be shown and it's real and then they yeah they acknowledged it but uh yeah he bought it from some museum that's the kind of guy i want to follow you know what i mean there's a guy that buys yeah. dinosaur heads
1: Same. i want i want that t-rex skull how much is it i don't care i don't care put it in the put, truck put it in the truck <laughs> put it in the truck call my, call my brother justin and he'll have it ships that's right ship house, that over brother. here
0: ship that shit will you <laughs> Shit that shit. So yeah, Ship I mean it. that's that's you know that's the NFL is 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 going headstrong. Um, you know WWE's Thunderdome has been has been a, has been an entertaining thing. I guess the point is what I'm trying to get at here is everybody's kind of coming up with new ways to do things, and that was kind of what I was hoping would happen. And you know early on we didn't know what was going on or or what you know what this uncircumcised circumstance was all about. Mm-hmm. To an extent, there's still some things we don't know, but we, some things we definitely know, and everybody agrees on those. We don't have to get on into them, but...
2: Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: You know, everybody's adapting, and some things I think are people are adapting for, for good. Some, I think people may be adapting a little too much because yeah. um, we were just saying before we got on, you know, when you give somebody, I don't know, like a GPS monitor... Oh, yeah. ...that tells you oh, yeah. every, everybody you've touched... In the last 48 hours, um, mm-hmm. when you give somebody that kind of control, they usually don't relinquish it freely. Mm-hmm. It's typically mm-hmm. not how it goes. So mm-hmm. I would just say be hesitant, you know, with that kind of thing. But you know, what do I know? I'm just, a, oh, I'm just a schlazul yeah. over here.
1: <laughs> schlazul, <laughs> be hesitant, be wary. Um, but more than more than ever, especially around now, be informed, man. Like, do your research you know, stay ahead of the game, every man up, you know what I mean? Like you got to do that type of shit so you can stay ahead of the curve nowadays because you don't want to be controlled. You want to be in control all the time. You want to be fully present, you know. Situationally so, aware, if you will. Yeah. Situationally, spatially, you know, you got to be, you got to have that uh, That clear intentionality when uh, you're rolling through the cosmos. Especially That's right. In the, No, it's just what you got to do.
0: That's right. And, you know, I mean, that's why I like to keep uh, myself abreast of all like, you know, big international news. Like, I don't know, something might happen in France, for example. Mm -hmm. Keep an eye on things. You know, I don't know. Something could happen in Tokyo. I don't know. I keep an eye on things because I know the everyman is everywhere and we know you're listening Mm -hmm. to us from all over the world and we thank you for it. And, you know, that being said, we're coming up on a hot 100 here on the Everyman hot Podcast. 100. Hot 100. The hottest it's 100. It's coming. We're I'm still not sure. We right. we haven't decided how we're going to celebrate that. Today. So today's episode is uh, number 90.
1: 90. 90. Yeah. 10 more, bro.
0: That's right. 10 countdown. Right. That's right. 10 more weeks. And, um, you know, it's been a journey this year. <laughs> We've had a lot of awesome guests on. And we're still going to have a few more awesome guests before, you know, in these last... Uh, you know, couple weeks here of the calendar year. I think we're in week forty-one of mm-hmm. the fifty-two week calendar. Yeah. Um, don't ask me why I now I'm referring to weeks by their n- number. <laughs> um, but we got a lot going on, and uh, you know, a lot of a lot of an uncertainty in the air. But the one thing I am damn well certain of is I'm not going to let uh, anything damper my. Enjoyment of the holidays Mm -hmm. And it starts with The season of spooky Yeah, And I haven't been Feeling so spooky The past Seven to eight days But I decided sometime between When you and I talked this morning And getting on this podcast That It's time to be spooky Yeah Yeah Do you have a favorite Halloween movie bro? Halloween Halloween Hween one
1: yeah. Classic. The the have original. you seen,
0: have you seen the recent remake that no. uh, Danny McBride uh, did with They brought Sigourney Weaver back? Uh, yeah, yep. it is terrific. Yep, Big fan of that. And they got the, the, the second one was supposed to come out this year, but you know, right. We know who to thank for that. Um, yeah, buddy. that could be misinterpreted. We know what we could think. Mm. Thank for that. Um, I love Trick or Treat. Yeah. That's a great that's a great spooky film. And they did a sequel, not so good. But Trick mm-hmm. or Treat is one of those like cult movies. Top notch. If you haven't seen it, go on and check it. I'm sure you can rent it on YouTube for like a dollar ninety nine or something stupid. It's so easy like to watch movies now.
1: Like Trick or Treat, I like Halloween, I like those like old just like Nightmare on Elm Street type mm, yes. Hell Hellraiser Hellraiser to me. Like, I never
0: got what what is that even about? I try, always tried to watch it and I bro. came into it at random times and it's just a pin. What is the, the deal with the pinheads? I, I Can you explain it, this to me? It's 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 like if you can imagine. Is he the Hellraiser? Well, yeah, essentially. He's basically like
1: the the the, the keeper to all of he's the keeper. He's the keeper to the enormity of your horrors that's basically locked in this box. And when you unlock the, the puzzle, like the, the puzzle box or whatever, you get the slight like sharp thing comes out of your blood and then all of your horrors manifest themselves first into things that you love and you care about. And then it just slowly goes fucking downhill and it and it's it just brings you into hell. And he feeds off of your fear and gets stronger. And then he makes you one of his minions. And then you go back in the box, you do that shit to the next person. It's
0: crazy. Damn. Maybe I'll have to give that a try. See, when you sound, when you really explain crazy. it like that, it sounds good. It's It, it really. That's but a West Craven, it. right? West Craven? Mm hmm. See, I, yep. you know what? West Craven I really dig is Midnight Meat Train. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. That was one of those ones when I saw that. I was like thinking sure. about it for a couple days. It was fucked up. Hell yeah, yeah. And you're like, like, what? How are we not going to revisit the spoiler alert? The uh, human eating monsters that live in the subway. Yep. Uh that are being fed by this guy who you think is a bad guy the whole time but really he's actually keeping you fucking safe. He's keeping making necessary sacrifice, safe, bitch.
2: Bro. Damn. Yeah.
0: What a film. That's,
1: he's he's truly an everyman. <laughs> really? Even even though he's using everyman.
0: He's doing the dirty it's, devil's it's, work.
1: You know what I'm saying? It's fucking crazy, bro.
0: Yeah, so if it's up that kind of, you know, I, I I I get it. I can get into that.
1: Yeah, I mean it's if if you go back now, especially with all the with the advancements that have been made with respect to all the you know horror movies, that that first one is like oh man. But if you get to like Hellraiser like two three, you'll be like all right, yeah, this shit is crazy, and I'm not. They like, had one sleep with a. They,
0: aren't they trying to like redo?
1: Yeah, they they've are, been but it's, it's like, dude, the last like couple because it's like on like Hellraiser 18 now. Yeah. Like, those ones are just not, it's, it's nowhere near. But they're trying to put that, like, new spin on it, like, with, like, video games and shit. And, like, yeah. yeah. I can't
0: do it. Well, you I know, can't like, that it. saw, they rebooted saw with, and Chris Rock, isn't it? Mm hmm. Yeah. That interests yep. me.
1: Saw, but saw, like.
0: They'll never, the, but they'll never, never recapture the magic of the first Mm-mm. one. The first no. time you saw the first one, you're like, oh, he was in there the whole time, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Yeah. It was wild. Yeah. It's, it's hard. It's hard Good. to get like by the way. Those... Spoiler alert. We're giving a lot of spoilers. I'm going spoiler. to have to see. I might just have to call this episode spoiler alert because.
1: Yeah.
0: That might be a fun yeah. episode. Maybe we should, we should do that on a live stream where we just get a list and we spoil every film that we can <laughs> think of. <laughs>
1: it's like, you motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> you, you spoiled everything.
2: If, if you've, you've ever been. I'm not if if
1: anymore a, now.
0: If you ever were trying to figure out what Requiem for a Dream is about, we'll tell you in 30 oh seconds. Oh my
1: god. Oh my god. Jesus. What a film. Lord. What a film is right.
0: What? He film. Oh yeah. man. Yeah, I you know, I've been I've been watching The Office again because it's just such a terrific terrific program. Mm-hmm. And uh, Michael Scott is truly one of the best characters ever created. He's so horrible and perfectly horrible that it's like hard to imagine it's not real. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, it's just so well done. The, all the, all the mispronounced words and Mm -hmm. sayings he gets wrong. They're just brilliant. Brilliant. Um, but you know, as I, as I get further into this season of spook, I think I'm going to increase my spooky intake. You should. Tenfold.
1: You should definitely do that.
0: I'm going to watch some, you know, Scooby-Doo, the old Scooby-Doo cartoons are on, um, hbo max Mm -hmm. i saw those in there i had those to the list i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna enjoy a couple of those this weekend because
1: oh yeah
0: who doesn't love a good scooby-doo
1: dude scooby-doo is classic it's not gonna get old never
0: no it's
1: always halloween on scooby-doo
0: that's right and and it's like you know halloween comes and goes obviously my problem is we got candy too early and i've just been eating twix bars so i gotta like
1: Stop. I love Twix bars. Yeah, and a hundred
0: grand. I've been, I've had about a million hundred grands. You see what I did I there? I
1: love, yeah, yeah. I love that. I love it. I it's also mad- love dark chocolate, man. Like the those like little dark Heath chocolate bars.
0: Uh, whatever that shit is in there.
1: Yeah, man. I don't know what it is, but it's fucking <laughs> great.
0: Toffee, whatever it is, give me it. Yeah, a big fan. It's of awesome. That. Man. Um, but you know, we're. Coming towards Thanksgiving, you mm-hmm. know, holiday shopping season, of course, PlayStation five is coming, all these exciting things.
1: So much. And bro.
0: then the, the, like I said, the apex of the year, Christmas is right around the corner. Yeah, bro. And it's like, I feel like people aren't going to be as excited as they normally well, dude, be.
1: I've, I saw something on the news the other day where they said like, I don't know, some like 60 some odd percent of Christmas shoppers were done like months ago because they felt with the the pandemic and COVID, like they needed to get that shit done like super early. So it's not even going to feel like that rush, you know what I mean? Of last minute. I mean, I'm sure you're going to have like last minute Christmas shoppers, but you know, I guess with the whole, with the distance between everything, uh, everybody's pretty much done already. I know I'm not done, but like (laughs) I'll probably be in that last group, but
0: still. Yeah, well, now kids just want iPads and shit, so it's like you yeah. just order it from the Apple store. Yeah, that's the thing. You know, or the tablets the or whatever. It's not like they're, I don't know. I know I know. my nieces like the Squishmallows. Have you seen these things?
1: No. I've,
0: like, they're I, like... What are, those, what are those? They're various sizes. They're like stuffed animals that are like this super squishy foam material, and they're quite cute little characters. I think they have a cartoon. Yeah. You know, just standard little kid thing, but they're at, like, the checkout of every grocery store. And they, you know, they have one that's, like, six foot tall, looks like. you know, oh, wow. so it's, it's bananas. Um, but, you know, uh, outside of those kind of little things, you know, you, it, things are just changing with, with the holiday shopping stuff. But my point bringing that up was, like, uh, you know, how is COVID going to affect going, or, or like, is Black Friday still going to be a thing?
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Are we doing this? Are we, are we doing the Thanksgiving night shopping? Because you're, on one hand, you're saying, cancel your family gatherings, folks. But check out this deal on this flat screen TV. Right. And you can yeah. only get it at like 8 o'clock at night on Thanksgiving. So which is it? Am I going for the flat screen TV?
1: Well, you know what they say, you gotta risk it for the biscuit, but
0: I don't know if you want to... Which biscuit? I
1: don't know if you want to risk that biscuit, you know, so...
0: Depends on the TV, I guess. I guess so. I guess so. So I wonder if they're just going to be, you know, online only, but I'm I'm, I'm waiting for that, because that's going to be like a key indicator of uh, you know, where we're headed, I think.
1: Well, I'll tell you what, one thing that's really boggling my mind is, okay, we've gone through this, whatever this COVID pandemic silo to not so stringent silo to people just saying, fuck it, I'm going out there and then getting it and falling to the wayside or not, or coming out of it, however it might be. Um, But what is the, if this is the new normal, then what is the normal going to be like when we eventually go there, go back there to it? after after we get a vaccine and like are people going to want to go back to that way are we still going to be walking around with masks or are we just going to you know relegate ourselves back into the way things were now that we can hide behind this vaccine or whatever like i don't know i feel like we've gone we've taken all these steps forward and so many things have changed because of it it might even be hard to go back to the way things were you know
0: not only will it be hard in some areas, but there'll be a unwillingness. Like good luck getting people to go back to the office.
1: Oh, bro. Come on.
2: Hmm?
1: Come on. Yeah. Cause you, cause you, you set a new precedent. Like, dude, they're like, I don't know how many people that are here that just work from home now where before, you know, that then used to be a thing. You had to come into office and get your work done. You had to come in and be a part of your systems or whatever. Now, that you have the capability to work from home, like.
0: And it didn't seem that hard to get everybody on it either. No. Hmm.
1: But it, but, but it's, it took a pandemic and
0: right. <laughs> several so people to die
1: first. Well,
0: so <laughs> there's, you know, what are you going to do? But I just, I think the little things like that are going to, people are going to be unwilling to budge, you know. And yeah. I'm looking at these NFL stadiums, you know, and just thinking like, how long will it be? If they said if they, if they said this week, okay, Pittsburgh Steelers, you could fill it to the fucking to the teats, and it would people show up. I feel like they would.
1: Well, I feel like they would, but also, it's just like we were we were talking about before we got on the whole Big Brother thing.
0: All if, right. If there's if, gonna be they, there's gonna be if, something for that.
1: If they tell you only so many people can come in, or if they tell you this is gonna happen or that is gonna happen because of these uncircumcised circumstances. Mm-hmm. You know, like, okay, so what does that mean for again? Just like we're talking about the old normal as opposed to this new normal. What is that going to mean for shit like the Super Bowl, bro? We've we've talked about it before. What what content consumption is now, and how it's affecting all leagues, not just the lift the NFL. But dude, they the, they did the fucking League of Legends tournament, and it had more numbers than last year's Super Bowl. People watching it. Yep. Like, not. I'm, I mean, I'm not. I mean, I'm. I don't mean like. Oh, it just like barely, or it was the fact that it's even in a conversation is one thing, but it was just like, yeah. Hey, Super Bowl numbers. Let me shit on you real quick.
0: Yeah, three hundred
1: sixty million people. Yeah. <laughs> for a game, bro, that's been around for years. Like, dude, it's everything's changing, man. Everything's changing. Can't you you j- have to. You got to remap every. Like you have to remap your perceptions of content of, you know. And we've talked about this before. Even like podcasts and all the stuff that we're going to be doing, which is why we're always ahead of the curve. Which shit happens, but you know, gotta gotta be rolling, man. No, you can't. You cannot. You can't survive anymore if you think working hard is just
0: getting on a hamster wheel. Right. You won't survive. Every and everybody's got to be nimble and yeah. you know when you got things like the, you know all of the the news companies now mainstream news companies they're getting they're getting people used to watching zoom calls because of necessity and it's working yeah. and then there's also people that for years for whatever reason you know not naming any names you know who they are but they got off of youtube or kicked off of youtube and then they Built their own studio, built their own thing, and now they're like they're like they were waiting for this. And now they're doing this; they're on the same level, if not more, and ha- more views and uh, access than these mainstream, you know, pillars of global media. Oh yeah, and they're doing it with a couple of iPad Pros and some. Oh yeah, you know, basic equipment.
1: Dude, it's crazy. It's crazy. If you, if you have a computer with, you know, a, a, a web camera built in and a fucking microphone and a headphone, like, there are no excuses anymore for anything, bro. Like, you can get it. It's just, like, how, how do you want to do it? And how much time are you willing to invest in it, you know?
0: Well, it's like we talked with EJ, you know, a couple weeks ago where he's, like, got his road rig that he's always carrying with. Because, like, if he doesn't, somebody else is going to be doing it you know, yeah. out of a bathroom or something, and they're going to get the job. And, uh, right. yeah, like you said, man, I'm just glad we already had all this stuff in place and we're already working towards these things together with the, you know, in the Cosmic Canoe with everybody here. And, um, yeah, 90 episodes, man. Bananas. 90, bro. 90. Absolute bananas. So, you know, next couple weeks, obviously, you know, leading up towards towards the big one hundo, the big C note, the big hunderito. I don't think that's I don't think that's anything right there. That I think the big, that last the big, one big
1: the big kahuna, kahuna, the big kahuna. The big <laughs> the big honorito hunder,
0: hun, hundredito.
1: That's there. Hundredito hundredito here's the thing we could we could still like make our own shit and then be trend So Oh yeah. Whatever people say that it's you know what I mean? We're making it a thing.
0: Yeah. Schlazul. That's right. Yeah, what they hit me with the Schlazul. Yeah. yeah. What are you gonna do about it? You know what I mean? But I'll tell you what, last couple weeks, um, Falset, you know, last week we had Falset on. And mm-hmm. those young gentlemen, I really like them. Awesome. Um, awesome. I really like their music. And I've I've been I've been enjoying their new album. Um, you know, we follow or lead the way. And they uh they've got some new merch available on their Instagram that you can check out. But we had them on last week and I had a great conversation. Brian, it kind of brought me back to my my younger youth. I'm mm-hmm. still somewhat youthy, I'm told, in the grand scheme of things, I yeah, feel yeah. like I'm no longer youth, but in this way I do. It's reminding me of my younger youth. These young boys all pumped up and. Stoked on their brotherhood of musicianship and their journey together, and just all the excitement that goes in with that, and putting out a record and stuff. Well, you know, I, you know, but see, they're getting, they're getting, they're being well, well guided, you know, and they've got good, good people looking after them, um, obviously. But you know, I I try to share any kind of nugget that I might have because it's things that I wish I would have known or somebody would have said to me when I was their age, you know, that nobody did. Or that somebody did tell me and I just thought they were a dickhead. You know what I mean? I didn't have the right person. I didn't have the right connection there. And I was an idiot and I was 24. And sometimes when you're 24, you fucking think you know everything. Speaking for myself here, as a former 24-year-old dickhead.
1: Be, Be that as it may, you still... since you are closer in age to them, right? as opposed to like, you know, mom and dad kind of like your mom and dad were like, yeah, what are you doing? You need to go you know, whatever it might be. I had that from my parents. Right. I have
0: Yeezys. It's like, I'm, I'm relatable.
1: Yeah. So like, you know, you saying the stuff that, you know, older people said to you when, when you were, you know, going through your, your on the, the cusp of the, be- the beginning of your journey like, you're like, ah, okay, whatever. But if somebody that was closer in age to you said it, you'd be like, oh, maybe, maybe that guy's not so right. full of shit. You know what I mean?
0: Right. So, so it was, it, it, you know, e- either way you slice the pickle there. Um, mm-hmm. you're, you're absolutely right. And uh, the Set boys are great and uh, yeah, really, yeah. really stoked on their album. And, you know, I thought since we had them on last week, we're, we're enjoying it this week still. Um you know the music here at the end that you're going to hear is, is is from their record. It's called Kingdom. Uh, it's a cool eee. tune, so check it out on Spotify. The link to that will be in the show notes. Um, but I'll tell you what, bro. Hang in, hang tough, be real, good dude. You know, the everyman way. Every day, that's how we do things. That's it. That's and you know, sometimes you just need to connect and chit chat. Um, to kind of. Keep you grounded and keep you yeah. back together. So, like, you know, I do this all the time. If I have a particularly rough day from work, down knows I'll call him, we'll chit-chat, bring my spirits mm-hmm. up, call my mom, mm-hmm. whatever, yeah. you know, talk to my fiance. You know, d- 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 these things, sometimes they help. So if you're feeling particularly yeah. buttoned up, you know, like you're going to pop because there's just so much external stimulus yeah. coming at you that you're just like, Oh my god, I'm I'm going to explode like a volcano. Yeah. Call somebody, give them, and just chat, you know, try and get some yeah. laughs going. Uh that's my that's my little takeaway for for this week's episode of the Everyman podcast. Do you have any takeaways yeah. you want you want to hit them with there on the way out?
1: I I got some takeaways. Uh you know what? I I'd say understand and we talk about this all the time, brother Jay, understand the the light that you have, understand how that light can be impactful to those around you and why that light is important, and the fact that you do have a light to shed on, on somebody else's life. Understand that, and, and, and don't let the circumstances or the uncircumcised circumstances that we always talk about uh, dim that light, um, no matter what it is. Um, I went through a loss. You know, one of, one of my buds here at NFL Films, colleagues, 15 years, uh, passed away 51 years old. Went in for routine knee surgery. I've had tons of them. So so has he S- survived multiple of them. And this last one, you know, uh, he didn't. Left behind two beautiful girls, Rebecca and Rachel, 1921. But um, you know what? Here's the thing. He led a life that, you know, shouldn't be mourned but should be celebrated because he, just like the things we talk about on this podcast, shed nothing but light and love his whole time his whole time on this earth. So, you know what? That's, that's, uh, that's my little tidbit there. Keep shedding the love, keep shedding the light because it's important. And you know, um, when it is that time for all of us to go home, you know, we can only hope that we'll have four or 500 people on a zoom call saying nothing but positive things about you. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, that's what I got.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely.